Welcome to a bonus episode of Rework, a podcast by Basecamp about the better way to work and run your business. I'm Sean Hildner. And I'm Waylon Wong. We're introducing a new segment today called Last Week with Jason Freed. Please do not sue us, John Oliver and HBO. On this segment, we'll talk to Jason about something that recently fell on his plate as CEO. You hear from him a lot on Rework about design and more high-level thoughts on company culture. But there's a lot of other tasks and concerns that fall to him, too. It turns out the lease on Basecamp's office is ending next year. And last week, Jason was dealing with what to do next. I sat down with him to discuss the fate of Basecamp's office in Chicago. Here is the inaugural episode of Last Week with Jason Fried. You posted last week about uh, dealing with the office stuff. Can you talk about like what our office is right now? Yeah, so we've had this office space since um, 2010. It's big. It's like 10,000 square feet. We've got a huge theater that seats 37 people. We've got a massive kitchen and a massive dining table that was used to be a bank conference room table, <laughs> like on the top floor of an old building. You know, yeah. you can imagine like a bunch of suits sitting around and mm-hmm. making decisions. And then we have a bunch of private rooms where people can have team conversations. Then we have a bunch of desks. It's very beautiful. It's really well done. Everyone who comes in is impressed by it. How big was the company when you moved in? Oh, my God. So we moved in about 10 years ago. Half the size, I'm imagining. Yeah. Maybe closer to 30 people. We're yeah. about 54 now. So 30-ish, something, I think. Maybe even less, possibly. It's possible it was less. But the idea behind the office was half of it is for office, and the other half is for like public use. So um, not like it's open to the public, but we had conferences and workshops and that kind of thing in a big kitchen. And um, it has served us really, really well. Um, and like I said, everyone who comes in is impressed by it. But we're also just about to walk away from it. And just last week, I kind of decided that we're done. So our lease is coming up next year. And we've been sort of in negotiation a little bit with the landlord talking about extending it or not extending it. I've looked at other spaces over the past year. And uh, it turns out the landlord's going to sell the building at some point. He's not going to be the landlord by the time our our lease renews. Gotcha. And so the relationship there won't be, there won't be one there anymore. We talked about, well, could we maybe before you leave, could we set up a nice little deal? <laughs> um, but... realistically, it's just not worth it for anybody to sign us up at the price we were paying. So here's the thing. Ten years ago, this neighborhood that we're in was nothing in a sense. I mean, it sounds – it's not nothing, but it was nothing like it is today. Yeah, the meat packers and stuff were still here. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. it was just really relatively cheap, and um, no one was here. Now there's like Google's three blocks away, and there's hotels, and it's huge. Now, this is like the hottest part of Chicago, but 10 years ago it wasn't, so we got a really good deal. If we were to renew our lease – when our lease is up at the market rates, our rent would go from something like we're paying about six, uh, somewhere between sixteen and eighteen thousand a month right now. I'm not exactly sure that the number. Um, I haven't looked at the actual bill for a while, but it would probably go to thirty five, forty thousand, and it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's primarily not worth it because um, we don't use the office enough. So it's not that the office space isn't worth it. It is worth it if we used it the way we intended, right. or if all. 40 people, 50 people in the company came in every day. The neighborhood's great. A lot of restaurants. Like, it's a great place to work, but we don't work here. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make sense. So we decided we're going to move on. What, what kind of stuff are you thinking about when you're looking for a new space? Well, What do you want this new office to, or if there is going to be a new office, what do you want it to accomplish? Yeah, and really the next step was not to think about what do we replace this with, but what if we don't replace this at all? Mm-hmm. So that's where the – and that's still on the table. Um do we need an office? Most people in this company don't have an office. Most people work remotely. 
um, in a bunch of cities around the world. So what is it about Chicago? Why should we have our own office when most people do not? Right. So we've been thinking about there's some things like let's just never get another office or let's take a year off from getting an office and just like see what it would be like not to have an office. Or let's find a really small space that's kind of right for us relatively in the same area because the area is kind of nice, but something that's, you know, maybe a third of the space, third sure. of the size and much cheaper. So currently, um, I'd say two things are on the table. One is probably um, skipping an office for a year. The other one is um, signing a lease, relatively short-term lease perhaps, in a space not too far from here that I've looked at that is um, about be about 3,000 square feet, something mm-hmm. like that. So about a third of what we're – a little bit less than a third uh, of what we have now. And we would basically – if you think about what our office looks like now, we've got like half of it's public, half of it's sort of – private. Yeah. We kind of keep the private side and jettison the public side and still shrink the private side a little bit more. But we'd have some team rooms. We'd have some desks. Um, although I've been thinking a lot about, um, I'm curious, I haven't, I'm curious your take on this. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking a lot about, you know, we talk about our office like a library. It's like library rules and the whole right. thing. What if we designed it like it looked like a library? Like yeah. what if we had open tables, not desks, but open tables, work tables with little gr- like uh, green jade like library lamps, mm-hmm. like low lamps, mm-hmm. and kind of had this notion of like having a, a set of, of these tables throughout the space where people could just pick a space for a day and work there versus like actually having their own having desk. A desk. Yeah. Some people like you, you kind of need something more permanent because you, you do recording and you do heavy, heavy lifting with a computer, so you mm-hmm. need a desktop. And so you could just camp out at one and that would be your permanent place sure. basically. But a little bit more of a collaborative thing because I've noticed when people come in, you know, only a few people come in anyway, and it's kind of like, well, you come in and let's hang out for lunch because no one gets to see each other that often. So it's more of a collaborative space than it is like a quiet office space with individual desks. Mm-hmm. We still have team rooms. We still have a recording studio like we have here. We still have phone booths. But it would all be just compressed, and the spirit would be more about um, uh, more about like the camaraderie of the space and more like a – but still – more treating it still like a, a library and actually being more literal, making it look like a library. Would you like to see more people come to the office? Um, I don't care. I think mm-hmm. like to me, if you want to come, it's here. If you don't, it's not, um, or it is, but you don't have to. But I, I think that um, I wouldn't want to force that on anybody. But what I would want to oh, create sure. no, is I'm an not environment. Saying, yeah, force it, yeah. I, I think – that like if we were to redo the office and make it more of this, um, first of all, smaller. Because one of the things you, you come here pretty much every day, yeah, and you're like one of three, yeah, yeah. And to sit in a big empty open space is not very cozy or. Welcoming. It's a little like being the caretaker at the Overlook Hotel, right? <laughs> exactly. Just typing on my typewriter. <laughs> exactly, uh, and so it's not that appealing to show up here if you're one of three in a ten thousand square. Foot. It feels empty. Sure. I think that if we make if we get a smaller space and kind of design it in a slightly different way, I think it might attract more people to the space and more people might come because mm-hmm. it will feel less cavernous and it'll feel a little bit cozier and a little bit more um, collaborative in a sense. And I think that that might be something that people use differently than than the way they use it now. Mm-hmm. I think. What do you think? Do you think if the space was smaller and a little bit more intimate in a sense, like more people would come or not? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think because we used to have more people. I mean, there used to be more people living in Chicago, I think. But we used to have more people come. And I don't know what What exactly changed. Yeah. Yeah. I think people got over it. I mean, 
Yeah, it's not like people harder. moved. It's not like it became more inconvenient or something. I don't know what happened. If if anything did happen, maybe it's just schedules changed and life changed, yep. and who knows, right? Yep. But I think a uh, like a refresh, an opportunity to to do something new would be nice. Also, we would have with this other space I'm thinking about, which again is just nowhere near final, but um, it would be on the first floor. So we'd have outdoor space. We'd also have a roof deck. Very looking forward to that. So yeah. it'd be you know we'd have some room you could grill, mm-hmm. you could smoke, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Um, Outside and on the roof. So I think it might be more, especially in the summer months, might be just more of an appealing place to come and hang out and work and then take some breaks where you go outside, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see how it shakes out. We'd probably use the same architect that did this space. So mm-hmm. sensibilities would be similar. Uh, but we haven't made any decisions. So I, I'm currently, in fact, at 530 today, I'm going back over there to, to take a look to at the it new space. again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to just get a sense of it. Um and do a walkthrough again. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. The other thing we would do, slightly different too, if we did this space that we're looking at, would be we would actually divide the space essentially in half and we there'd be two companies in there. So mm-hmm. it'd be us and another company. Okay. Private offices. But this building is kind of uh, about 6,000 square feet. So we kind of take half. They'd kind of take half. Yeah. And we'd have a shared kitchen. And shared bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd have some shared common areas versus right now we have a big kitchen, which like it's weird to sit at the lunch table by yourself. It's really yeah. eerie, in fact. So we would have – we and this other company is about 15 people. So it's kind of like two-size company. I mean, we're bigger than 15, but in Chicago, we're about 15. Yeah. But it's a, a friendly company, a company of – a friend of the company, let's call it. And um, uh, we'd all have our private spaces, but there'd be some communal spaces that we would share together. And so that would be kind of fun too, because you can go eat lunch and there'd be some other people there that maybe, you know, eventually you'd get to know, but it'd be a little bit more social unless just like, again, empty. Sure. So I think that might be nice. Yeah. Also as part of the building, there might be some other tenants that are going to go into the building that are really interesting too. So there's just, it's a good vibe right now. I feel like we don't really interact with anybody else in our building. No. At all. There's kind of nowhere to do it, first yeah. of all. And also just like it's different kind of companies. So I, I think there's just some stuff going for this. Mm-hmm. But I, again, it's really early. It's what really, are you really most excited, uh, more excited about? It and sounds what? like you're more excited about this new space than going officeless. Partially because I like architecture and yeah. like space. You get a chance to design Planning. a new space. You get to design Absolutely. a new, new office. Um, I think <laughs> David and I haven't talked about it. I think David probably would come out on the other side of this argument, which is like, we don't really need it. Why are we spending the money on it? Mm-hmm. And totally fair argument. Um, part of it is David's not in Chicago anymore. I am. So like there's some of that. Um, I do, though, think that even if I wasn't here, I feel like because there are 15 people here in Chicago, it feels like that is a home base. And yeah. It, because there's 15, it feels like there should be some place for those 15 to get together mm-hmm. that's reliable. And um, when people come in, I mean, yeah, people come in from out of town. They always come to the office to work. Yes, know? yeah, and it's just It'd it's be nice weird to have to some private them to go, you know, find a hotel conference room or something to totally. work. Totally. <laughs> Although, like, we wouldn't have meetups here. Well, actually, we still could have meetups here. So one of the reasons we have this big office space now is for our meetups. We have you know 50 some odd people come. And we fly everybody in and we spend a week together in this office. There's enough room for 50 people in the space. There would not be enough room for 50 people in the new space. There's barely enough room for 50 people, though. It's this weird thing where it's way too big for 300 and... You know, yes. 60 days out of the uh, out of the year. And yeah. then for five days or 10 days, it's way too small. It's true. It, it's, a, it's not properly sized. Yeah. I think what we would do is... Um, we haven't decided, but one option is to have meetups in other cities, mm-hmm. um, which we used to do a long time ago. Um, 
we might return to that, or we might still have everyone come to Chicago. It's an easy city to get to yeah. for everyone around the world. We have people all over the place, like a lot of flights into Chicago. It's very easy. Plus, we have 15 people here that we don't need to fly and put up in hotels. And then we might just rent a venue yeah. for like two of the days. An event space, yeah. Yeah, an event space, perhaps just for two of the days, maybe for like the big talks. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, like people can bounce in and out. They can come to the office. They can go hang out at Soho House. They can go hang out at the hotel. They can just kind of do their own things. But the office would be open. It's mm-hmm. enough room for people to hang out, but not all 50 at the same right, time. Right. So we might do that. I don't know. We haven't really thought about that. That's like kind of the next step. But um, yeah, so I'm naturally more excited about doing something in a space. I think it's a good it's fun to do these kind of projects. We would it'd be a lot cheaper than the first time we did it, so we'd be responsible about it. But it feels kind of like the right the right next step for us versus going completely, you know, cold turkey, essentially yeah. and having nothing. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could share about about the process. I would also say that over the past year and a half, we've been looking at other spaces. We looked downtown at the Loop. Um, which is a whole nother discussion we had, which is like, could we just go downtown? Like, that'd be a totally different thing. We'd be near the lake, be near everything that's going on in Chicago. You working know? downtown is a cool vibe, too. Yeah, yeah. you used to work downtown, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different vibe. It's very busy. We looked at this one space that overlooked Michigan Avenue in the Apple Store in the river. It was an amazing view. Like, that was really appealing for a while. But then I went down and, like, I. I drive, so I went down and, and drove there. Like and it's like, fuck no, I'm not going to do this. I have to it drive. It would make my day. commute much you easier. You would love it <laughs> totally. Anyone who takes CTA would would love it, but like, it, it, it's a pain in the ass to get downtown yeah. Yeah. by car. And I also don't think a lot of people would end up showing up. I think it's just it's enough of a hassle for a lot of people to deal with the city mm-hmm. um, that it might not happen. And also, just it was a big building. The build out would have been very expensive. It just. It felt like a big project in an unknown location. I wasn't sure we'd like, I feel we'd love it for like, you know, six months and then be like, oh my God, what do we do? You know, and you have to sign a long term lease at this And then places. people would stop coming in. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the same thing would kind of happen. Mm-hmm. So we looked at that. We looked at some other kind of spaces. We looked at, I've always wanted to buy, like, buy an old two flat or something and like convert it into an office. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Or an old building or something. And there's been a few I've looked at that I would just have bought. I don't think the company would buy it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it would. I don't know. I would just buy it and like we'd rent it for me like fairly or whatever. I don't know what we would do. But I've looked at that kind of thing too. And this other opportunity just came up, you know, uh, a few weeks ago. This guy's like, hey, I got this building. Um, We're going to move our office. You want to move in? I'm like, yeah, maybe. Let's go look at it. And I looked at it. I was like, this is kind of interesting. Uh, and then it was like small and appealing and the location is pretty cool and the other companies are kind of cool. And so, you know, we'll see what happens. Cool. That was last week. Awesome. Mr. Grady, you were the caretaker here. I'm sorry to differ with you, sir. But you... Oh, the caretaker. You've always been the caretaker. I should know, sir. I've always been here. Rework is produced by Sean Hildner and me, Waylon Wong. If you have a question for Jason about how he runs Basecamp, we are collecting questions for an upcoming mailbag episode. Leave us a voicemail at 708-628-7850. Again, that's 708-628-7850.